Hi everyone. Today is December 7th, 2023, and this is Read Through the New Testament. And greetings everyone. Today we are going to read Mark chapter 12 verses 28 to 44 and 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Starting in the book, 2 Corinthians. Okay. Oh, and also Jamesy. Jamesy, Danny, to Nepali, our Nepali listeners. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave a review so we know you're actually listening in Nepal. That would yes, be great. Yes, we would love to find out. Yeah, we just kind of heard the statistic that you were, and hopefully you still are. Yes. Yep. Okay, verse 28 of chapter 12. We're continuing on with these people asking Jesus questions to try to trap him. Okay, uh, verse 28. And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, which commandment is the most important of all? And Jesus answered, the most important is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one, and there is no other besides him. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself, is much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Yeah. Two interesting things here. Is I've heard people say many times, like, what, what's the gospel? Oh, it's love God and love our neighbor. Hmm. And that's what this guy was doing. And Jesus says, well, you're close, hmm. but it's not quite. Hmm. Right? Kind of like the rich young ruler. Like the rich young ruler. Right? You're close, but really it's trusting in Christ, which hmm. it is, which will manifest itself in loving God and love the neighbor. That's the first comment. Second comment no one dared ask him any more questions, yeah. <laughs> right? So they asked questions to trap him, and that's going to help uh, form an outline um, summaries for your chapters. Okay, and then Jesus now then zings them with his great question. As Jesus taught in the temple, he said, How can the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? David himself in the Holy Spirit declared from Psalm 110 verse 1, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. So how is he his son? And the great throng heard him gladly. Great theology there about Jesus is greater than David, even though he's David's son. And always fathers are greater than the sons. So there must be something special about Jesus. So he's a son of God. Okay, verse 38. And in his teaching, he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and like greetings in the marketplaces and of the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at feasts who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. Okay, the key there is verse 40, devouring widows' houses. Mm. These Pharisees take so much money from these widows that they devour their house. And here's an example. Mm. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance, 
but she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. And I think this is really a rebuke to the system that here was this poor widow, couldn't afford anything, and they forced her, right, to push her to give up everything. And so thereby they devoured her house mm-hmm. with just a little. Even though they could afford to give so much, they devoured the widow's houses. It was a, it was a bad thing and was they, taking place here. So there is a lot of hypocrisy. The hypocrisy is what it shows, yeah. Okay, so to sum up chapter 12, your summary... Yeah, I think We've questions to trap. Question, Colon yeah. might be really good. Yeah, trapping questions. Yeah, there you go. We've got taxes. We've got resurrection. Oh, well, we've got the parable of the tenants. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of before the questions, yep. but that's that's one one thing. And then the questions about the taxes, the questions about the resurrection, the questions about the greatest commandment, yep. and then Jesus asks them a question. Yep. And there's the widow yep. with her coins. So you got to write really, really small if you can put everything in. Otherwise, <laughs> just choose. You just say questions, questions. to trap. Yeah. yeah, trapping questions would be just fine. And yep. then just and the, put the subjects there. You got to. Yeah, there's so much going on. Yeah. Choose what you want to keep and choose what you want to leave out, or write really, really small. <laughs> like some of some you of do. you are good at that. <laughs> Very good at that. I got to pull up my glasses when I. <laughs> actually, not really, but I got to squint really good. I got to look really close to see what you've written. <clears throat> Okay, now we're going to start 2 Corinthians. Yep, and this, as we talked about today in class, is just talking about just struggles and trials in ministry. Yep. Is really what we're talking about, right? Struggles in the ministry. And uh, first, he's going to talk about just how much he has been afflicted, but God is using that for the betterment because with how God comforted him, he can comfort others as well. Yeah, so a lot of themes of suffering and yeah. affliction. Yeah, throughout. Second Corinthians, suffering, affliction. Yep. Okay. So Second Corinthians chapter one, verse one. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy our brother, to the church of God that is at Corinth, with all the saints who are in the whole of Achaia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Who comforts us in all our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Our hope for you is unshaken. For we know that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort. Verse 8. For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Ready to, wanting to die. That's such the struggles in the ministry. Pretty severe. Yep. Verse 9. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. But that was to make us not rely not that sorry, but that was to make us rely not on ourselves but on God who raises the dead. He delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us. On him we have set our hope that he will deliver us again. You also must help us by prayer, so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessings granted us through the prayers of many. For our boast is this the testimony of our conscience that we behaved in the world with simplicity and godly sincerity, 
not by earthly wisdom, but by the grace of God and supremely so toward you. For we are not writing to you anything other than what you read and understand, and I hope you will fully understand, just as you did partially understand us, that on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ, you will boast of us as we will boast of you. Because I was sure of this, I wanted to come to you first so that you might have a second experience of grace. I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia and to come back to you from Macedonia and have you send me on my way to Judea. While I was vacillating when I wanted, sorry, was I vacillating when I wanted to do this? Do I make my plans according to the flesh, ready to say yes, yes, or no, no, at the same time? As surely as God is faithful, our word to you has not been yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Silvanus and Timothy and I, was not yes and no, but in him it is always yes. For the promises of God find their yes in him. That is why, through him, that we utter our amen to God for his glory. And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ, and has anointed us, and who has also put his seal on us, and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. But I call God to witness against me. It was to spare you that I refrained from coming again to Corinth. Not that we lord it over your faith, but we walk with you for your joy you stand firm in your faith. Yep. So a summary there. He speaks about his affliction and the comfort. Then he can turn and comfort others. And then talked about how he wanted to come to them, but refrained so as to spare them. So there's something about how he changed his plans that mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of confused about. Yeah. And he's trying to explain that. Yeah. Oh, he's, so, he's not trustworthy. He changed his plans. He said he was coming, but wasn't coming. Yeah. So he's trying to explain his, his change of plans. Yep. All right, we're just beginning Second Corinthians. It's going to be a a, <laughs> a difficult book, one yeah, of the most difficult little, to of... understand and summarize of all the yeah. New Testament books so far. Yeah. But you'll get it. You'll be all right. Struggles in the ministry. All right, we will see you tomorrow. Okay, Bye-bye. bye bye.